Out the City, I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and today I am here with OnlyFans content creator and one of the best asses on Twitter, Seti. How you doing today, Ben? I'm well, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So lovely intro. Thank you. <laughs> so as as I know, some people may not know you're from Phoenix and are you originally from Arizona? I'm not actually. I just live here. Well, where are you originally from? So originally, I'm from Germany. Um, wow. I moved to the U.S. in 2009. So wow. I've been here since. Not in Arizona, though, but in the U.S. since 2009. Yeah. So being that you're from a foreign country growing up in Germany... Which part of Germany did you grow up in? Were you in like a big city or were you in a smaller town? I was in a very small, like I'm from a very, very small, very old, very quiet town in Germany called Trier. Um, it's regarded at, or known as like the oldest city in Germany, but it's not like the most popular, so not many people know it. But if you're German, you know it. Yeah. So... Speaking of that process, what was it like for you growing up in Germany? And what was it like when you came out? So came out as in like out of the closet? Yeah. Okay. So growing up, so I grew up as like a military child. So like I was among Americans my whole life. But like my like half of my family is from Germany, like born, raised, only speaks German kind of thing. Um, So as a kid, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was the best or the most fun of times being biracial. Um, Anywhere you go as a black person, you're going to have those like racial undertones and things. So like as a kid, I didn't fully understand it. But looking back as an adult, I'm like, oh, that's why this and this happened. That's why I felt this way about this back then. I never like understood all that. Um, When it came time to come out, it was way easier than I thought it would be. I came out in high school. Um, it was my freshman year of high school. Um, I thought it was gonna be this whole big catastrophe. Like a lot of my other friends had like went through and all this stuff. But once it happened for me, my parents were just like, we knew. (laughs) So like, it was, it was never like hard and like actual practice. I mean, definitely. I would get that because like, as someone who had kind of a chaotic coming out not in so much my parents but i grew up very religious like catholic so when i came out i didn't even come out as gay when i came out as bisexual it was like this thing of where basically i was talking with a youth minister one day just kind of about me being bisexual talking about like theatrical performances, ideas that I had, whatever. And one of them basically included like an idea, something I had practiced with like a plastic knife and me just like pretending to kill myself. And then he came back in and said like, okay, you have two options. Either you can go with me or I can call the cops. So I ended up going with him, getting a psych evaluation, and ended up getting locked in a mental institution for 64 hours. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that was, it was a very 
that was a little bit traumatic. Like, and the thing was, it came, me coming out came about four months after my mom died. So, like, it during that time, it was, like, the first time that my sister had come back in town and I couldn't see her because I was right. locked away. And it was, like, one of those things that just, like, sucks. It does. Sorry you uh, had to go through that. Thanks. Thank you. I think I think it honestly like made me stronger. A lot of the stuff that like has happened in my life, it's like bled into my art, and it's why I don't always create happy. I create a little dark, but I also mm -hmm. kind of love that. Right. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. So, as people can see, you're very much into makeup and nails. And when did you start getting into makeup and nails? So, it's actually, both are actually very, very recent. Um, I started with just foundation, no primer, no powders, no blushes, nothing, just foundation. Um, so I was always looking very flat in the face back in 2018, I believe. Whenever Fenty Beauty came out, which I think was 2018, um, I think, like, I've always had, like, an interest in makeup, and, like, I've always, like, looked at it and, like, wanted to partake in it. I just was never in like that confident enough of a space to like start doing it. Yeah. Um, but once Fenty Beauty came out, everyone knows how obsessed I am with Rihanna. So Definitely. I was able to segue my way into that very easily, very openly without feeling a type of ways or like thinking I'd be judged too badly. Um, and then maybe late 2019 is when I started getting into like the eyeshadows and like other steps, the routine. And I found like, this is actually very fun. Like, and I'm good at it. <laughs> like I'm yeah. going to keep doing this. And then nails didn't come into effect until the end of 2020 when I was living in Vegas for a few months. Wow. So like, I will say that. And obviously you go on journeys. The fact that like, I wear sunglasses is because of the fact that like I'm a drag queen who doesn't know how to do eyes. So like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how to do eyes. I don't do nails. Cause like, honestly, until very recently when I had to leave my job, I had a job where I couldn't have nails because mm -hmm. I was a server and then I ended up being a dishwasher. So like, if you have long ass nails, your nails are going to break. Mm -hmm. And like, it's something that I may think about doing, but for me, I only usually do makeup when I get in drag and like, I know, and you probably know from doing eyes, like, if you do it wrong, you come out looking fucking crazy. And like, very one mistake can ruin the entire face. Yeah. And I see, and I see some people and it's like, and I want to be like, girl, I can't have that journey on camera. Like, I want to look good. I don't want to look like shit. Right. But everyone has to go through like the shitty, you have to go through the shitty phases eventually. Back when I first started, um, I didn't know shit about like undertones. I didn't know anything about like, um, like how to find your right shade. I really still don't even know how to find my right shade. I've been wearing the same foundation since, like I've only worn maybe two or three foundations and only one of them has been a perfect match everything else has been like extremely yellow on me like my early makeup days were horrible yeah. and i still strutted that shit like it was top notch 
I'm the number one paid like makeup artist in the world. It's all about just being confident, learning from your mistakes. And like, you have to go through that embarrassing phase. Just like when you grow your hair out, everyone growing yeah. their hair out, you go through that awkward phase of, I don't know what the fuck to do with this and makeup and other beauty related things are essentially that same. Well, well I mean, I get that. Like, for the first, so I probably started doing, like, makeup on my face in 2017. And from, like, 2017 to, like, 2000, or no, two, probably late 2016 to, like, 2019, my face was, like, a lot of people would say, like, why are you painting yourself so white? <laughs> and it's, like, <laughs> and it came to my sister, like, actually telling me, she's, like, you're using the wrong, you're using garbage makeup. Cause I was using like, I think Revlon. She's like, you're using garbage makeup. You're using the wrong shade. Like you need to like, she's, she, um, led me towards elf, which is pretty much what I use for everything. except my lips. I like elf. They're good. I'm like, so you said you were biracial. You're biracial with what? Like you're black and what? Black and white. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like straight up. European white and then African American. Because I would say, like, that was one of my questions. Because, like, looking at you a lot, like, especially in your pictures, I thought you were probably like either like Middle Eastern or like <laughs> Latin. Like, that's I, your skin tone. Yeah, I get those all the time. Growing up, everyone thought I was either Mexican or some type of like Arabian kind of thing. I get it all the time. Yeah. So, as I said before, you started OnlyFans. So, what made you want to start OnlyFans? It originally started as like a, I wonder if I can do this just to do this. And like, I mean, I had been taking risque photos for years. I had technically been in the industry for a few years, even before starting at OnlyFans. I just was never. Never had a platform, never had like the following. I never had like any kind of recognition, but I had been doing like things on the side for a long time. Um, and then I think it was like summer of 2020 when everyone was starting their own OnlyFans like adventures. I was like, you yeah. know what? I'm already doing these things. Like, why not just see how it works out for me? And it started out really, really good. Um, and then I had been inactive for several months so like i lost everything and had to like rebuild it back up last year and i think last year summer was like where my popularity kind of started like rising way more than i had before and then it's blossoming into what it is today well i mean would i say some of that so you have you said like your your ass started out smaller and like it grew was that like some of you think what led to your popularity so and that's the thing so i grew up very 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 skinny i mean i didn't even weigh like 100 pounds until i was like a sophomore in high school um so i was always really really small and i had got like teased for it a lot because everyone in my family has like this huge ass and they're all very yeah. athletic so everyone's very like in shape great body everything but I always felt like as a kid that that gene like skipped me. So I was like, yeah. why does everybody else have like this great physique, this great build? And I'm just 
a literal stick. And so I started going to the gym, eating more and like putting in more of an effort. And then I would say my ass started growing towards the end of high school. Like maybe the last few months of my senior year was when like it started becoming noticeable. And then just over the years, I've always had this little like cup of an ass. So it was always like a cute butt. And then it wasn't even until that was back in 2014. Yeah. So it wasn't even until I want to say early 2022. Um, I had I had a surgery earlier that year, but it had nothing to do with that. It wasn't like a BBL or anything. Okay. I had a different kind of surgery, and I wasn't able to go to the gym for like four months. And so in yeah. that time, I had gained a lot of weight. And so I guess genetically in my family. To have an ass, you just have to gain weight. So once that weight started gaining, and I'm finally into like 150s, 160s, it all just like came to be. And so now that my ass has gotten to a point to where it is now, people are starting to like recognize it, see it, love it. And so I'm just like, let me capitalize yeah. on it. Why not? Well, I mean, definitely. Like, that's got to be hard for you because, like, as someone who like genetically just has a big ass like but it's also like partially because of my size like you're you're five nine right mm -hmm. like i'm six three and i'm like built kind of like a little bit like a football player so like <laughs> that's just like naturally mm -hmm. came to me and like i know sometimes you probably wish you were taller no you don't but <laughs> i do and don't no you don't like <laughs> Actually, trust me, for drag, I wish I was 5'9". Trust me. Like, this having huge feet and, like, being big is not a good thing. Like, I feel like being taller in drag is, like, a better thing. It, like, helps you stand out more. Yeah, I mean, there are, like, good things and bad things to, like... Yeah, it grabs attention. Time. People can see you from further. Yeah. So, getting back to OnlyFans, did anyone in your life reject you when you started OnlyFans? You know what? Actually, no. Everyone's been like relatively positive. I don't know if both of my parents know. I know for a fact my mom does. Um, she's all aboard. She loves it. She's like, yeah. go for it. You have it. Flaunt it. All my friends. Everyone in my life has been like, uh, well, I'm not going to say everyone in my life, but like the friends side of my life, um, they all kind of like expected it. They were even the ones that were like, when are you going to start it? When are you going to hop on the train? And for a while I was like, I'm not going to do it because who would care? Who would want to do it? And then I think I was like back and forth with one of my exes back in 2020. And that's when I was just yeah. like, Fuck it. let me see. Let me see what I can do. And so, yeah, no, no one's, I'm grateful that I've thankfully had a positive like experience so far doing OnlyFans. No one's disowned me. No one's, been trying to like get me to stop like everyone's been relatively like yeah for it i mean like it's you you should do like what you want to do like fuck you have to be at a point and that's honestly like why when i started doing like body suits and stuff and drag i got to the point where i was like where i in my mind, I had like this thing where I said, Oh, you gotta wait till you're like skinny and twiggish to be mm -hmm. to start doing bodysuits. And then like kind of like towards the end of the pandemic, I'm like, fuck it. I might as well just like embrace my body as it is, like and just do it and like 
at some point, like, some people had said, because, like, when I started out, like, my ass would hang out of my, like, body suits <laughs> and stuff like that. And they're like, you can't do that. And it's honestly, it's like, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, first of all, most of the guys that I'm into, black guys actually kind of like that. <sighs> exactly. Yeah, no, you have to always make sure you're doing something that, like, you just have to always be unapologetically you doing literally anything. Yeah. And I mean, like, what happened was probably so towards, what was it, like, March of 2022, I started having foot problems, and then, like, it was getting to the point where I was pretty much just working and icing my feet every day because, like, I was, especially, like, getting towards the end, I was struggling to walk. Oh, no. So, like, literally what honestly drops the weight down to what I said, like, literally just having that happen to me, I dropped 40 pounds because it's, like, it's, like, you're stuck in bed and you tell yourself the feeling of, do I really need to eat that? And the answer mm -hmm. is no. You stay in bed and like just don't get up. Mm -hmm. So like that's why I will say with this probably the one thing that I said on this podcast and it's one thing that you probably agree with is just like embrace your body as it is. Because mm -hmm. it's not going to change. Like you can work at it. It's going to change eventually. But it's like you got to embrace it as it is because otherwise you're just going to end up hating yourself and that's going to lead to depression. Exactly. You're just going to end up wasting the best years of your life wishing for like more. Like it, yeah. You just have to take it as it is. Love your body for how it is. I mean, yeah, exactly. you can work on it. Yeah. You can, you know, do things to actively change it. But at the end of the day, it's your body you have to live with. So do what you want to do. Yeah. So you've said on Twitter that that you suck dick after a guy nuts for your pleasure. And my question with that is, are you afraid of slash okay with having someone like piss in your mouth while doing that? I've never had it. Okay. <laughs> um Am I, so to answer your question, am I okay with it? It would all depend on different factors. Um, some random person who I don't know their diet, don't know anything about them, absolutely not not happening. Yeah. Um, but if it's someone that I'm relatively close with, I've had like a rapport, they're not like a first time person. There's somebody I'm acquainted with, somebody I understand what it is they eat, they drink, like how they yeah. are. Sure. I mean... Because I will say, like, you've said how hard it is for you to, like, find somebody to, like, get with a lot of times. Because I will say this. I thought I was horny, and then I see you. I think you're, like, a thousand times hornier than I am. It's so funny. This is really just my internet persona. Like, I'll be laying in bed, fully clothed, just woke up, and I'm like, what's something outrageously horny i can just say just to <laughs> just oh, to so, you, so you do it for shock value yeah, yeah, yeah. for like 80 percent of the time it's just shock value it's just because i was thinking i'm like bitch like i'm someone who like i'd love to have sex every day if i could oh no not me 
you seem like you'd want to have sex like every hour the way like <laughs> no 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 i actually i only have sex like maybe once every like six or seven months um i like what was it a couple weeks ago i had went down to vegas and that was my first time having sex since like the end of july see man i could i could not like good for you i could not do that like mm -hmm. i am someone the probably the longest i can go is like three months and then i start like getting very as they say sex anyone who says like you just need to go get laid sex does change your mood because like oh absolutely if, if i'm like three months off i start like going off on people and it's like mm -hmm. yeah it's I've, I've learned i've learned that kind of self-control over the years yeah. um every relationship i've been in has been like long distance so it's not like something i can just you know roll over in bed and just start having sex with somebody I've always had to like wait. I've always had to like prolong it. So for me to have to wait, I think the longest I've gone was like a year and two months. <laughs> I mean, wow. and it, it changes me and I'm like, yeah, I'm horny. Yeah, I want to fuck. Yeah, I want to do all these things. But I always have those like back of the head conversations. Like, is this person worth it? Do I want to waste my time? Do I want to risk this? You know, um, as bad as it is to admit, and I'm fully, you know, fully, uh, like I fully advocate safe sex. However, I don't do it that way. I'm on prep, you know, I get tested regularly, stuff yeah. like that. Um, but I prefer to not use it and like, you know, protection well, in that way, just for whatever. Um, well, okay. This is and, where I'm going to just like interject for a second. Like, girl, you and I are both into black guys. Black guys don't like using condoms. Like, that's like... Right right and so i and like i'm always for like again i always have them with me it's always like an option yeah. i never say like no if someone's like let's use a condom i'm never like no let's not like yeah no. i'm always 100 for safety it's just like what i prefer and then with that i'm like i have to now make sure you're tested regularly what are you yeah. doing like things like that i get too involved in it to want to have sex that often so i just let it happen every now and then i stick with people i've already had sex with well yeah i mean like that's my thing like like you look kind of you look kind of tight i know i'm tight like i just don't want to deal with a guy all the time who doesn't know me because like i am so tight and like there's some there's some like idiot guys out there just think that like you can just after you lube it in you can just like stick it in and it's like yeah. That shit pisses me off. And it's like, no, bitch. Like, yeah, I've actually like stopped in the middle of it for that same reason. I'm like, no. If I told you start off slow and you immediately try to jackhammer it, the moment you go, it's not happening. Like, I refuse to not be comfortable during sex. And like, I mean, yeah. Like, I'm not one of those people who you can just walk in and out of. Like, no, it takes time. Like, I will say this. I don't know about you. And this is more something I have as like a revelation once I got like older, it's like, if you're not going to eat my ass, you're not fucking me. Like that's how yeah. I am now. That's how yeah. I am now. Like mm -hmm. there's some guys who like, I don't want to do it, but I just want your ass. I'm like, well then find someone who's going to eat my ass before you fuck me then. Like, <laughs> like I'll let you do it, but you got to find someone first. Cause like The craziest part is, like, when people don't think that foreplay has to happen, it's like, 
obviously it does. Like mm-hmm. foreplay is like one of the best parts of sex for me to like in my opinion. I I would rather just give somebody head than have sex. Like to be 100% honest. Like I've had great sex, but yeah. I've had better foreplay. Well, you're you're someone like I am that I've seen. Like you enjoy like getting eaten out more than you like actually fucking. And that's kind of the way I am. Like I'd rather like you just plainly suck dick. I'm I'm a little bit more reserved. I go back to the I'm not sucking your dick unless you're eating me out at the same time. Like mm-hmm. that's just how I am. Cause like I don't I don't really get pleasure out of sucking dick, but it's like when we can like match energies, mm-hmm. that's something that like I feel is amazing, and that's the only way I like doing it. Yeah, of course. Always do it how you want to do it. Like that's yeah. the the best part of sex is when you're both able to get what you like. That's what makes it the best. Exactly. So, what's your favorite sex position? Ooh, you know, contrary to popular belief, um, a lot of people think I love doggy or like back shots. I hate it. I honestly despise having to get in that position. I prefer writing or um like on my stomach yeah i'm i am someone who's very much doggy or riding you like and it's because i know why doggy is not your favorite position because like i've read and like you say guys just like get out of control when you're in that and it's almost as like and what i said to you is is, it's like girl you're not finding the right kind of tops basically like (laughs) right because someone who knows how to control you in that, it's like, it's not that hard. You just got to find, like, you got to learn how, like, you you can start out slow, go a little bit faster, slow as you go, like, slow back down. And, like, you got to find somebody who knows how to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's always either that or you also just – I get very – like I said, like, yes, I prefer to have sex with people I'm comfortable with and, like, people, like, I can trust and things like that. But I still get very skeptical because it's like, all right, while you're back there, I don't know what you're doing. And, like, before I was a content creator, I was like, are you recording this? You know, are you doing X, Y, and Z? What faces are you making? I was just way too conscious about it to where, like, it's just now become, like, an immediate, like, ick to me. And I like to have control in the bedroom, so to have doggy, like... I. That's me giving control. I don't, as a Leo, I can't let that happen. Uh, you're a Leo, so I think I know this. You're born April? Isn't August. that? No, Leo. No. When are Leos born? Like July born? to August. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm so, so, so you and, So you and I, like, are right around because I was born in June. I'm Cancer. Like, I'm born towards, oh, like, the end of June. Yeah. Oh, so what type of black guys are you into? Um, all. Um, any and all, I think. Um, I mean, if we're going to get like really, really like down into it, my dating history has all been shorter, darker. Um, I think I've only dated one person that's like light skinned. Um, but typically, 
I match up with like shorter, darker skinned guys. I love short guys. I don't even know what it is. I like it when a guy is shorter than me. Um, and then, yeah, you just have to be black or at least half black. So that's usually my like my meter is like so meet me halfway or all the way. Yeah. And my halfway would be I'm half black. So at least be that or all the way. Yeah. So like you are someone who like is black guys only. I'm like, I'm black Latino mm -hmm. and like, it's like, I'm not opposed to white guys. I jokingly say I have sex with white guys like once or twice a year. I call a community service. Like <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I am someone who's like, it's just cause it's like, especially, and you probably know this having a bigger ass, a dick's got to be a certain size for you to even be able to like get in. Mm -hmm. Cause that's me. It's like, if you're smaller than like six inches, you're not, you're not, we're not having sex. It won't yeah, work. You're not breaking the floodgates. Like it's just, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, I mean, not, I mean, I, I know you don't mean it in this way, but not all black guys are like the most endowed. I've seen, you know, other races no. as well. To me, it's just, I mean, there's, like, lots of layers to it. I mean, there's also the, like, you know, the political and public stance on it. Like, how do you experience life? You know, I don't see myself. Granted, yeah, I'm biracial, racially ambiguous. You know, people don't look at me and necessarily think I'm Black. So, like, I don't live 100% the Black experience. But it's, like, I still live it in a way because being, you know, light-skinned is still part of the experience. Um so I don't like to have to explain my life. I don't like to have to explain why certain things that I believe should be common sense and like uncomfortable. I shouldn't have to explain why they're uncomfortable, why certain things should and shouldn't be said. Um, it right. matters a lot to me how people present themselves and address issues. Like that's one of the most things. And so for me to really just cut out a big majority of it, I'm just like, I can only see myself in like a long-term thing with another black person and it's like at some point one of the reasons that like i was in some ways like a lot of people say like where you grow up as is like what you're attracted to i'm someone who's like out of that position because like i grew up all around pretty much white people like there were a few like black people's in my schools but it's like when i started having sex i was living in the hood so like white guys like literally were just like i had one white guy who's like i was trying to fool around with is like he's like i'm afraid that the wheel that the wheels are gonna get taken off my car i'm thinking and this is like at two o'clock in the afternoon i'm thinking girl like yeah, that's, that shit just happens in movies and that's an, that's like the thing it's like people's ignorance yeah. is the best of them all the time and i just don't have time for that yeah and it's like that's why in some ways like i have no problem dating black guys and it's like why i, I won't fully understand on 100 ever but it's like i can understand where you're coming from because like living in the hood working with black people you hear that experience and you hear mm -hmm. people talk and it's like that's all you have to be to like realize, oh yeah, these people have had it harder than I have. Mm -hmm. Simply off of something they can't change. Yeah.
Yeah. And it's like, it's something that like, I feel gay people definitely empathize with more because it's like, we also have the same thing. We can't change it. Like, no matter how many crazies there are out there that say they're ex-gay. And it's like, it's like, girl, no, you're not. You're just like trying to get attention and we see you and like. Yeah. And like, they're just their circle wasn't exactly like appreciating or like affirming so they broke off into these weird tangents of anti-gay and and... yeah so i'm just curious have you ever had sex in public before um technically yeah i've um the first time i went to toronto I had sex at like a pier, but it was like in the car. Yeah. So never like full on in public, like public restroom or like middle of the street kind of thing. It's always like the most public things have been like in a car or like in an enclosed space. Never completely easy for someone to quote unquote catch us. See middle, see middle of the street sounds fucking crazy to me. Like yeah, I see those. I've 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 had sex in public before, but it's like always been at night. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why I like when, that's like when dudes are hitting me up at two p.m. They're like, "Want to go into a bathroom?" I'm like, "No, it's the middle of the fucking afternoon." Like, right. If it's the middle of the day, we might as well just do like a bed or you know. Couch. Or, it, or they're saying like I can't host, but I want to get with you. So you want to meet me at this park? I'm like, no. Yeah, no thanks. I, I don't like. I'm good. Like, I want sex. Like, but I don't want it that badly. Exactly. So, you obviously tweeted. I've seen that you've tweeted that you want to do like major studio porn. Which major studio would you want to work for? If you could, like if you had your choice, I think it's the nostalgia factor for me, especially because it's like growing up. Um, well, first to answer your question, I would say it'd be either like Breed It Raw or uh, yeah, another one. I think just Breed It Raw. I think that's the main one I would want to do. Um, because now I'm at a point in like my career where it's like the people that I've seen as I was growing up, like back in high school, a lot of them are still in the industry and still like in the business. A lot of them know me. A lot of them are friendly with me. A lot of them follow me. We communicate. So it's like, yeah, I'm now able to fulfill like that fantasy I've had since I was in high school. And Frida Raw was one of the main like studios I had watched throughout my entire like teenage experience so like to be able to get the chance to work with them i feel like would be like a milestone that younger me would just be over the moon about yeah it seems like you want to fulfill that younger sense because at least and i don't know i have like other porn stars to interview at some point so i'll ask them this but from at least from what i've heard especially nowadays with only fans major studios don't pay a lot They've like, never really they paid a to. lot unless you were a straight man. Straight men get the biggest like paycheck out of everybody, and I think women get it the least. Um, really, studio porn is also one of those more of like you get the exposure kind of thing. Like, yeah, they'll pay you a cute amount, so I've heard. 
Yeah. Um, but it's mainly like an exposure kind of thing. Like we're going to use our platform to put you there and, you know, kind of thing. Because I would say like, at least like, you would probably at least, I feel, I don't know like how big you are on OnlyFans, but like, I feel like you'd make more doing that than like going to a major studio. I mainly just want to do the studio just to do it. I mean, yeah, I have like things on my bucket list when it comes to being a content creator that I just want to reach before I even consider stopping. Like, I don't know if you saw it a couple of weeks ago, I had tweeted that like, I'm not allowed to quit doing any kind of porn until I win like an official award. So like an AVN, a Gavian kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm setting this like goal for me. So it's like in order to even get that, I have to then knock down these other achievements and accomplishments. I have to start doing right. collabs, which I've still never done one. Um, studio like performances, I've got to do like interviews, I've got to do, you know, like things. And like I'm just slowly yeah. knocking things off my list. Which, I mean, I'd love that. I would love for you to get, like, on a big studio. So that way, like, once you finally make it, I could be like, I'll be like, I know him. Like, <laughs> just because, like, I would say, as I've said multiple times on this podcast, I love interviewing people. It's not always easy to get interviews. Mm -hmm. Like, because, as I said, asking people is the easy part. Like, getting people to agree and, like, set a time, that's the hard part. Of course. Like, I've done as many people, drag queens, porn stars, musicians. Like, I've gone, like, around just, like, trying to message people and like the amount of people who've gotten back to me is probably, I would say a quarter of what I've asked. Mm -hmm. And it's just cause it's like, I'm starting out. It's like, who are you? Like, what are you going to do? And it's like, I don't ever want to like seem like I'm trying to do like a got you like tactic interview of like, I'm coming for you. Mm -hmm. There's probably one interview that I want to do. <laughs> with that and that's just because like I have to talk about his skepticism and that would be if I'd ever got the Hollywood medium on here I would definitely like kind of like dig in because you have to because a lot of people think it's fake and honestly so do I like yeah. like I like it but yeah. there's no way there's no way you're going into like um like T Boz's house and you're not knowing who she is. Like, I'm sorry. I choose not to believe that. Like yeah. there's a lot of things in media are very staged. Yeah. Even things in the porn world are very fucking staged. Like a lot of these creators, and that's also something I've learned throughout these this time. And that's why I was so like willing and quick to give you like an interview, because it's like one, I'm nobody. And two, even if I was somebody, yeah. a huge part of my like uh views and like who i am as a person i love to help people starting out because we were all there at some point yeah. not all of us are nepotism babies not all of us you know have this like big huge platform so for me to use my platform to help somebody whatever you get from this if it's because of me i'm yeah i'm grateful and i'm happy for you like i'm yeah. always to support small business and, 
And also, I'm going to introduce people on my side who don't know who you are to you. And as I've said, like, if you have anything you want to plug, I'll let you plug it. Like, the craziest part is, like, when people – I've gotten hit up and they're like – I got hit up from somebody who wanted $1,000 for me to interview them. And I'm like, I don't – I'm not interested. Like, Yeah, no. I'm not going to hit you up and expect you to pay me. That makes no sense. Yeah, it's like, it's like if I'm paying you a thousand dollars, you better give me the questions you want me to ask you because I have to, I have to do the fucking research myself. Like exactly, you know, people. That's that's another thing that you learn, um, in these industries and like when you deal with certain people. People have let every tiny bit of fame and success get to their head to the point where they think they're above people. I don't think I'm above anybody. There are things I believe I am above doing. However, when it comes to like smaller creators or people with not as much of a platform, I don't see yeah. why I shouldn't use my platform to help them. There's enough room for everybody in these industries. So, yeah. And it's also like what you'll probably, what you probably realize at some point is like, yes, this is a smaller interview now, but it's like once I can get bigger people, I can be a bigger person. And you can say, oh, I did that show back then. Or like, as I've said, with everyone I've interviewed thus far, probably like you included, like if I have more stuff I need to ask you about, I'll have you back on. Like, of course, and I'll come right back on. <laughs> yeah, it's like that thing of me where it's like you do an interview once. It's like it's like keep in contact with people. Yeah, things change, things develop. Yeah, and you'll have something to say. Yeah. So, wait. Okay, I wrote this out of order. So, I'll ask you this question first. Um, so, I read before about you taking edibles. Are you, like, really into taking edibles? And, like, are you one of those people who, like, wakes and bakes every day or, like? Um, I do it when it fits in my, like, feeling like do i do it every day no um i actually prefer being sober a lot of the times just because um i like to have full cognizance of the things i do and say um, so it's really just like a whenever wherever if it fits and feels right kind of thing for me yeah like you probably do that i don't know like do you drink at all or are you like just yeah when it comes to drinking if anything i'm a social drinker i only drink um if i'm like out and about doing something with people or if i'm just trying to like if i'm taking like a nice bath i'll have like a cup of wine whatever yeah i can't even take a bath for the next couple months why is wait why is that (laughs) i just got my nipple pierced so they said i can't take a bath for a few months oh wow yeah. And I like to follow certain things to a T. Like usually like when it comes to things, I'm like, yeah, I'll follow the the care tips for like the first couple of weeks. But when it comes to yeah. like body piercings and like tattoos, I'm like, uh Yeah, and I will say like for anyone who like is like judgmental about people getting tattoos, like I at least of the tattoos I've seen of yours, yours all like look really great. Thanks. Like you're awesome. <laughs> I've been going to the same girl for the last like eight years. <laughs> so, as you mentioned before, you're a huge fan of 
Rihanna. What's your favorite Rihanna album? Ooh, album is rated R. Um, it's her fourth album. It's the more darker, the sadder album. I I think it's the greatest album of all time. Actually, same. Yeah, like it is fucking that is an amazing album. That that was the album that made me a fan of her. I would say like definitely the same way. Like I was probably a fan of her. I mean, as I say, I'm a fan of like all the pop stars. I like Rihanna. Obviously, my favorite is Lady Gaga. I just love her because like love stephanie yeah she is so like amazingly talented her halftime show was like probably one of the best ever just like mm -hmm. hands down so like going back to rihanna that's actually where like some of the songs i do are from that album like russian roulette is probably like one of my favorite songs to sing like mm -hmm. when i want to do a ballad it's a great i am in love with that album i know it from start to finish i listen to it at least once a day um i've got it on vinyl like i'm obsessed oh, with that album awesome <laughs> so how excited were you to see Rihanna at the Super Bowl. I was very excited because it was also here in Arizona. Um, and it was like 15 minutes from my like day job. So I was very excited. I love her. I haven't seen her on a stage since, you know, back when she was actually doing music back in fucking 2017. Yeah. Um, so it was really great to see that. I was really excited to see what it was she would put together for it. I loved everything that came from it. I mean, outside of her music, I'm just a huge fan of her herself and all of her other brands. We're doing these like big game day, like collections kind of things. Yeah. I have something from each of it. Um, when it came to her show the entire time, I was just into it, yelling, screaming. I wasn't at the Super Bowl, unfortunately. Yeah. I, don't, I don't got money like that. <laughs> well, that um, means all of us, like, I watched Gaga's Super Bowl. I wasn't there. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Gaga's was amazing, too. I remember that one. Yeah. But yeah, with Reese, I loved it a lot. There were there would be things I would have changed. I mean, the set list, I definitely would have tweaked a little bit. Um, but overall, I still think it was fantastic, especially to come out being pregnant, still dancing, singing. And I will say, like, to that point, when people say, like, oh, Rihanna didn't do much, like, in terms of dancing and stuff, not only the fact that she was pregnant, but it's like anyone who knows Rihanna knows she's not necessarily like a dancer. She's more of like a vibe artist anyway. Like Exactly. I've always words right out my mouth. Yeah, because like that's why when people said she's not like moving much, I'm like, but that's Rihanna. Like She's never really moved much. She's always been relatively stiff. And I'll give it to her. Like, yeah, she is relatively stiff, but she's also tall for a woman. Like, well, how tall is Rihanna? I actually don't know. For a woman, she's tall. She's 5'8". Yeah. Like, so, like, I mean, that is actually, to say that, that's actually kind of a good point. Like, because everyone will talk about, like, J-Lo, Madonna, and all that. And it's like, first of all, it's like, 
Rihanna, at least from what I saw, Rihanna was like doing a mix of like track and actually singing live. So like mm-hmm. the fact that she was doing both. And the thing is like, she wasn't not dancing. Like she was still doing stuff. Yeah. Again, she's just pregnant. And yeah. she was also strapped into that like lift. So she really couldn't move much of then either. And then on the ground, again, she's pregnant. I don't expect her to do too much. No, it's like, It's like to do that, to do what she did. Well, okay. You would know this as a fan, and I've heard some people say this. Do you think she was bored doing it? I wouldn't say she was bored. I just feel like that woman has no desire to come back to music. and It's blatantly obvious. Um, So I feel like she was doing it really just to say she's done it and to finally get people to stop asking her. And then... Like, I feel like she had fun, and that's what she yeah. was saying in her like, little Apple Music interview, that, like, at the end of the day, she just wants to have fun. So, it like she was having a good time. I just feel like she's at a point in her life and career where she's like, music doesn't satisfy me as well, much anymore, so. Yeah, and it's like, if you don't want to do that, and she probably felt like, in some ways, she probably felt obligation because she's like, they asked her again. For the last 10 years because <laughs> she didn't well the one that i can think of where like everyone talks about when she denied it was she denied it the year that maroon five mm-hmm. performed and like wrecked that super bowl halftime performance yeah that was that was to for the only highlight to be adam levine taking his shirt off like that shows you how like sucky that show was exactly that tells you all about the music like if if the best part isn't even music related like got it yeah it's much like i would say when gaga did hers like she denied it back the year that madonna did it and the reason she did it was because she was on tour it's like Mm -hmm. and I, i don't even think she was in america at the time so it's like to be asked again of course you're gonna say yes like yeah, Gargos was cute. I had like, a really great presentation. I remember because it started off with her like on top of the stadium, right? And yeah, like, which which everyone like even I later found out was staged. And it was, yeah, like, yeah, of they, course. They recorded before, but it's like, but it's like I'm not mad about that. Like, it was still cute. It was still a cute yeah. little like moment. Like that's fun. I love shit like that. That's that's one thing I'll always give Gaga is that she's always been very entertaining she's always very fun she's not afraid to like take it there and just do shit i love it yeah it's like i will say like you probably have been as being a fan of rihanna people have gone into the points of like where she hasn't done as well and like said oh she failed like everyone did that with art pop it's like just because you didn't understand what she was doing at the time doesn't mean that like even ten, even like nine years later, all of a sudden everyone's like, "Our pop was so good." I was like, "Yeah, fans of Gaga were telling you that during when all that during was." Our pop, our pop is fucking amazing. That's probably yeah. my second favorite Gaga album. I would say, yeah, that's definitely mine. My problem, my favorite's probably Born This Way. Of just. course, undeniably. And even then, people were saying like, I remember like seeing stuff back then and like having Howard Stern talk about how she failed before he was on her show. And it's like, just cause it didn't do what the fame and the fame monster did. It's like, 
That's because I will say I know this now, like looking back at the music industry, getting into 2011, that's when shit started to change and people like were getting more to the point of I don't want to buy music anymore. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Which I do have to say as a musician is kind of sad. (laughs) I still buy music. If I support the artist and I like them, I still buy their album. Physical and like digital. I am the same way too. Like, because there's nothing like owning the like physical CD and like going in, opening and looking all that. Mm-hmm. But you it's... say you you say you own vinyl, which some of Rihanna's albums I imagine sound like amazing on vinyl. They're they're very good. I like it. Um, I own four of her albums. I think I have rated R loud. Talk That Talk, and Music of the Sun. And then I have Renaissance on vinyl, which I only listen to because on Energy, the vinyl still has that Kellis sample, Kellis sample. So I love that. And then I have Lucky Days, Candy Drip on vinyl. Like my vinyl collection is very small, but I love vinyls. I love it. I want to have like a whole wall one day. Well, you probably also like want to settle down somewhere because, like, oh, for sure, like, you probably don't want to live in Phoenix the rest of your life. And I don't blame you. Like, I don't. I've actually been thinking about moving. Um, I've never been to Florida, but I'm going this year for my birthday to Miami. And I was like, if I like this enough, I want to live there because I hate to be cold. And I heard it's always warm in Florida. That's, that's the most to convince me. I've lived I've lived in Florida my whole life. That's why I want to leave. Like I hate being cold. I, I mean, I'm sure after a while like, it gets boring, but like I I hate to be cold. That's why I have no yeah. desire of ever living in Germany again. Um Yeah, I hate it. It's cold here right now. It's like 30 degrees right now. That sounds amazing. I hate it. Well, I it's I hate to be cold. It's because like we had no winter. That's probably why like 30 degrees sounds amazing. Like we had maybe two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then like all of a sudden it was like 75 every day. And I'm like, I would love that. I love to wear so shorts. So you're going to be here in, in August. In August? Wow. Like I will say, I would definitely like love to meet you in person. Like I'm literally like not even two hours from Miami. So like, if our schedules line up and things yeah. work in our favor, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out what it is and what it is I'm even doing because the entire time I don't want to be on the beach, you know, every day, all day, just because, like, yeah, it's cute, but I want to explore. I've never been to Miami before. I want to see things. I want to. Well, I will say this: it's not directly in Miami, but they do have a couple gay strip clubs in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, perfect! My uncle and like a lot of my friends live there. Yeah. So like I've never I've never been to them because like I don't want to go alone. I'm it's, sure club culture there is also very intimidating. Yeah, and it's like that feeling of wanting to be like with someone. Yeah, because like I used to do it. I used to go to like the gay bar in Orlando by myself all the time, but I lived there. So it was like, I got used to it. Like going into a new environment, would you be just like, 
Yeah, I hate. I hate. Like, I'm not even a huge club person. I only go if I'm with people. I never go. I've never gone to a club alone. I'm also just very skeptical of people. So, like, I do things alone a lot. Like, I'll go to stores by myself, malls by myself. Yeah. When it comes to like being out around drunk people and things like that, I I hate to be alone. I've experienced way too much shit to where I'm just like, I would rather be home, not being sexually harassed than to be out in public getting touched on by random people. Because especially, like, I would get that, like, like, people, obviously, you have a big ass, people are going to stare at it, but that doesn't mean, like, if if you don't know somebody, like, you can just grab their ass, like. and Exactly, and I've, I've gone through that so much, and that's one reason I don't like to even, I would say I've experienced that the worst every time I go to L.A. Every L.A. party I've gone to, there's always at least three people trying to, like, cop a feel, and I'm like, one, you can just ask. Two, like, I don't know you. Like, why are you touching me? Like, and I, I hate that so much. I hate to be touched. Like, are you talking about by, like, strangers or you just hate to be touched, period? I hate to be touched, like, by strangers. Like, yeah, I'd rather people not touch me in general. But, like, obviously, if I'm, like, intimate with somebody, like, yeah, it kind of has to happen. But yeah, people that don't know me or people that just try to be, like, overly friendly, it just irritates me. And, like, I always give, like, that benefit of the doubt in the beginning i'm like oh okay i'm not comfortable with that like chill and if it keeps on happening i'm just gonna leave because like i mean i get that like i was just asking because like i'm kind of like a hugger like that's just naturally how oh, i yeah am. that's like, fine like as like an like, introduction that's fine yeah like and i wouldn't i wouldn't do that to somebody mainly because of the fact that like i've been sexually assaulted before so like that not giving consent when like people touch you is just like that's not my thing like right. and i had a friend once who like did that craziest thing like literally just met somebody and like was automatically like grabbing their dick and it's like it's like are you fucking serious like, yeah like if the vibe is like if, if that's the intention of like like i don't know i mean I'm not just going to randomly fondle people because I feel like that's just an incredible um, invasion of privacy. But, like, if that's the whole, like, point of the thing, like, if I'm at, like, some sex event, like, then I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Do I like, go to those things? No, I don't like to go to those things. Um, but yeah, like, being touched by strangers just irritates me. So whenever it starts to happen, I'm just like, all right, I'm going home. Totally. And I mean, I get that. The craziest thing that ever happened to me, like, one time when I was performing, it actually kind of pissed me off. Like, I was, like, performing somewhere, like, waiting to do my next song. And some, like, drunk asshole just, like, was like, I want to see you without your wig. And they, like, pulled my wig off. And, like. That's so annoying. Because, like, why? Yeah. And it's, like. It's like, granted, yes, like, most drag queens pin in their wigs and everything like that. I don't do it. I'm singing live. Like, I know how much my hair is going to move. Like, I don't need to, like, sit there and, like, bobby pin or, like, duct tape my hair. Like, I know what I'm going to do. If I was doing, like, flips and splits and all that shit that I can't do, like, yeah. <laughs> I would. People just need to keep their hands to themselves at the yeah. end of the day. 
So, oh, okay. So, what draws you to Rihanna over all the other pop stars out there? There's so much to her that I love. I love the fact that she's just always been unapologetically her. It's always been like unfiltered. She's been, you know, she's been pop music's like rebel, their bad girl. And that's something I've always identified with. I'm just naturally rebellious by nature. So to see somebody like that is just amazing. Um, Her being an immigrant has always been a big thing to me. You know, she's not American. Being an immigrant, I could definitely see that. Like, Mm -hmm. And then just being like, She's like this massive underdog. You know, people didn't believe in her. The beginning of her career was terrible, you know? I mean, granted, she started with a number two on the Billboard Hot 100, only blocked by Mariah Carey, which, yeah. duh, it's Mariah Carey. Like, yeah, you know, of course. Like, um, But even still, like, she's had many moments where it was not favorable. It was people, you know, underestimating her, saying all this shit about her. But at the end of the day, she's still one of the most streamed artists ever. She's yeah. this like amazing catalog. Like she's always come out on top despite every odd stacked against her. And I love that she's not flawless. She has her flaws. She has things that she messes up on. This isn't like a shade to Beyonce when I say this. I love Beyonce also, also a huge yeah. fan of her. But like I love the fact that she's not as perfect as Beyonce is. You know what I mean? Like I hate yeah. to compare them two because I think they're in two totally different categories. But in that sense of when people do it, it's like, yeah, Beyonce is perfect. But to me, that's not realistic to me. What's realistic is when you fuck up. It's when you don't have a good day. Yeah. So I just like, love the reality of her. Like, there's some, there's this video, like, getting back to me and Gaga. It's like, it's like, they this person did a compilation of, like, her tired versus, like, her rested vocals. And just, like, seeing it, it's like, it's like, yeah. She's touring. Like, sh- the fact is, I've seen her like the bitch sings most of her stuff live. Like you got to give her like mm-hmm. some credit. She's not always going to be perfect. And like, that's okay. Like we know she's amazing. Like with Rihanna, I will, Rihanna, I will say definitely people like go for like, Oh, she's not a real vocalist. Like she's not this. And it's like, I think, Rihanna knows she's not Beyonce, which is why she doesn't try and be Beyonce. Like, exactly. And it's like, for everyone who said Beyonce is flawless and perfect, like, I've I've seen a clip of hers where it's like, she's had some stuff where she's fucked up too, but it's like, again, they're human. You're not going to be like... That yes. feeling of people saying like, if you can't sing it like live perfectly, you shouldn't sing live at all. I'm like, but that's what we want to hear as like fans. That's why like, I love Britney. Britney's one of my favorite artists, but like the fact that she doesn't sing live at all, it it's like. She's dancing like crazy. Like I would yeah. hope she's not singing live. Otherwise it would just be super fucked up. But it's like, I would just love for her to do like one show where it's like, just calm down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, still do, like, a little bit high energy, but it's, like, it's, like, we know you can sing slash could sing at one point. There's videos that prove that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's my thing. It's, like, 
it's human. You know, people aren't going to sound like their studio sound every day. Like, I want the feeling of the song and the emotion of the song conveyed into the performance. So, yeah, fuck up. Have the vocal cracks, you know, miss a lyric. Like, it, it is what it is. Don't have the entire show fucked up, because then I'm like, all right, I paid all this money. But, yeah. I mean, we're human. Things happen. Shit happens. Like, you have an exactly. off day sometimes. Like Exactly. And, like, as someone, I know this as a singer, like, you watch back what you do. And, like, even as someone who's, like, who I do, like, put up performance videos of me recorded, they're, like, if some people say, like, that's fucked up, it's, like, I record, like, a block of songs, and I do it in one take. Like, I don't go back and, like, try and fix stuff. Like, I mm-hmm. want how the vocal sounded then to be how the vocal sound what I'm putting out. Yeah, and if I, don't sound, if I don't sound perfect then, fuck it. If I messed up a lyric, I'm a songwriter. Like, I'll think of something if I'm, like, blanking that, like, might make sense to finish the line. It mm-hmm. might not be the original line, but you draw blanks. Like... Exactly. Like again, shit happens. It, to me, it's the it's more authentic the more you fuck up because it's like, all right, yeah, yeah, you should rehearse and things should go perfectly. But when you have those mistakes, that's what makes to me that's what makes a performance great. Because I fuck up things all the time, so of course I want yeah. my favorite people to fuck up every now and then too. Yeah. Oh, just thought of another question, but I'll ask what I have here. So I'm going to preface this by saying like i think you're sexy as hell like <laughs> thank you you're welcome and like you look so good and i'm just curious have you ever considered getting a nose job uh yes actually i have many a times i still want one um i have this like you can't really see it in this like lighting but like right here on my nose there's like a bump that like kind of curves my nose to the side a little bit yeah um i've always wanted to get that corrected and then my nose is just like permanently like stuffy like all the time so like yeah i'll get like constructive things done but like the whole like shape and like lift and things like no i mean okay because i mean like i would say this like that seems like a rational thing to do because like at some point, there are certain things you can do to, like, make yourself look better. And then, like, at some point, you get into, like, Michael Jackson territory. And then, like... Right. And, and then, like, like, that shit would happen to me. So, I'm, like, uh... Yeah. So, okay. This is one thing I just thought of. Um. So, I obviously follow you, and I know that, like, you love getting fucked in a skirt. And, like, do you think possibly that if you were to go to a major studio, they might try and change that about you? Um, I mean, I don't mind having sex like fully naked or like in other ways. Um, yeah. The whole like skirt kink didn't even come in until last year. Um, I mean, I don't mind it. My thing is just like, if you're going to hire me for something and like you sought me out, but you want me to completely change my identity and of things like that. Like there's one guy um, that we talked about collaborating together and, you know, working together. And this was back when I had my nails on. I don't have nails right now just because I don't feel like paying for them. So that's yeah. the reason why. Um, 
there was a guy that was like, if we do collab, you got to take your nails off this and that. I'm not into that kind of stuff. And I was like, are you paying for them to get removed and put back on? Like, if you're going to make that kind of a demand, then like, like, no. And it's like, why? It's like, you probably, you, at least from what I can see and like what I can tell from like talking to you, you blend that like masculine and feminine, like together very well. It's like, they should take you for as you are. Exactly. Like, like I wouldn't, that's probably why, like, I mean, I've considered doing OnlyFans before, but it's like, I'm thinking, like, if I want to do it this way, are you going to try and say, like, no, I want to do it this way? Yeah, that really only happens if you're signed under management. Like, I have a friend, she does, um, like, OnlyFans is her, like, full-time job, and she's, like, under management. She's under new management now, thank God. But her old manager, like, they had specific things they would want to do. They, like, ran her account. They were like, all right, you need to post this kind of a video. Um, you know, talk to people this kind of way, interact this kind of way. So when you have a management and you have, like, a team behind you, yeah, there's a little bit more of a criteria, which is why I prefer to be a free agent. Um, yeah. But I think studios, like, sometimes do that too. But I feel like, again... If you want me for a specific thing, you know what I come with. You know what I'm here for. You know what, you know what it is you like. Reached out to me for so why change a thing? Yeah, and it's also like at some point you're gonna bring your fans from when you were smaller to a major studio. So like, some of them are probably gonna want to see what made them into you. Exactly. Exactly. In the first place. Like, I mean, like, there are some people who are, like, open, like me, who's like, you could lose a skirt, whatever, I'm still going to stare at that ass for hours. Like, that's just... Right, yeah. I it's, am. It's, yeah. it's an interesting play field, but yeah. It, uh... Like, the whole point is, like, at the end of the day, we're all just having sex. Like, if that's what yeah. someone's into, like, just let them be into it. Exactly. So, why do you think so many people think your ass is fake? Um, Because I'm skinny. If I was, like, a little bit yeah. thicker or, like, if my stomach was, like, bigger kind of thing, then they would probably um, be, like, more, like, whatever about it. But I think it's because I'm still so skinny. I'm still very toned. Um, and then one thing that's always funny to me is, like, genetically you either do or you don't have hips and so when you have hips you can see your ass from the front me yeah. i don't have hips so when people look at me straight on they're just like oh typical skinny guy you know whatever whatever but when i turn sideways that's when like it just kind of like explodes yeah. out to the side and it's like whoa so people kind of think like that where it's like oh it's not even like no it's even i just don't naturally have hips so they're not going to be there and um, also it's like to that point and like why i mean i even asked you before if your ass is fake like that um if you were to do it like if you were to pay money i would think naturally you would pay to get hips done anyway so that it looked real right people are just ignorant so that's why whenever people say it, i just like laugh it off and i'm like oh it's nothing like yes no it's real like it's nothing but 
a lot of times it's just people being ignorant, people not understanding like, oh, what do you do for an ass? It's like, yeah, I've been working out for like eight years. So I can't kind of just tell you in one text message. So, well, actually one question that I did think of, did you take like this pill? It's called caked up at all to like get, oh, you didn't. So you just were able to like. The only supplements I've ever taken were like whey proteins. Like that's it. I've never done like that kind of stuff. I mean, I use like, um, I used to wear like the waist trainers and stuff, but I'd only wear them for like a week and then I'd get tired of it. Um, I've done the like booty shaping underwears for like a week, got done yeah. with it. That was years ago. Um, but for the most part, it's all just strictly working out and then like whey protein. Yeah. Cause I will say like, as someone like, you'd think it's crazy, but like has someone who has a bigger ass, like that I'd want to change stuff about it. But it's like, the one thing that I wish about my ass, if I were to like change one thing about it, is that like my ass is wide, and I wish it was more like round instead of wide. Mm-hmm. But like that would be, and I'm pretty sure like if I wanted to, I could like save up money and get surgery on that. But it's like, yes, it's no, it's like honestly, if I'm gonna do anything, like I would probably do like, I'd probably do like lipo just to, like. lose a few although i know lipo doesn't really work so like <laughs> yeah i heard that too um i feel like i mean to me it's, i've always just told people go for it if it's a thing you want yeah. to do go for it just be safe be careful do your research you know exactly don't do something like i would do where i always just jump on the first thing i see so like <laughs> actually do your research you know especially when it comes something as major as like reconstructing your body like yeah because like people love to go out the country because it's cheaper honestly i would say don't do that no um, and it's like and it's like anything having to do with your body you should do research on and it's like especially if you're going to do something to your face my advice now knowing like a little bit about facelifts and all that it's like wait to start exactly because like I saw this video on Madonna who I don't think anyone will deny. I love Madonna. She looks fucking crazy now. Oh, very. Like, and it's because like, I learned that like facelifts only last 10 years and she had her first one when she was 37. It's like, it's like you didn't need to start that early. Like you probably could have waited till you were in your forties to start like doing work. And I bring up the like, I bring up the other example is Cher. Cher is someone who's done work but somehow still like looks amazing and was like able to do it. Some people just wear. have like a natural like thing in their favor where like it just works with their face. It doesn't get rejected. That was one of the topping uh, topping. One of the points they were talking about on like TikTok, like why does Kylie Jenner look so old? It's because she got fillers at a very young age and it migrated yeah. and she just keeps getting more and more. So it's just gonna make you look old as shit and it's like if i mean like with kylie jenner i understand why she like did work she looks like better now and like <laughs> well i think she looks better now like I, i've seen pictures like before and after but at some point she looks good now she's gonna start looking crazy eventually like mm -hmm. 
she's gonna get into like that Madonna Lil Kim like facet where like Lil Kim uh, honestly like started way too early. She, I would say she probably should have stopped around like 2014 and like mm-hmm. just let things age naturally, but she didn't. And now her face is so like huge, and it's like yeah Lil kim's story is very sad um i wish she didn't have to go i wish she didn't go through what she went through in order to have gotten to that point um a lot of people think like oh she got work just to get work done it's like no there's a whole backstory to it um no she had like a psychological problem she had like this feeling of only going out with the guys who like european features so she wanted to like make herself yeah and she was just a victim of like beauty standards and like it because Lil Kim used to be a very beautiful woman very yeah, beautiful totally but because of environment people she was around they like pressure her into you know x y and z and I think it's sad and I hate it that people try to make it like a joking point it like it well like it's, be- it's because like I don't know if it's changed in recent times but it's like if you look at even like going back to Britney Spears like when she was like psychologically breaking down everybody was just making fun of her and it's like Mm -hmm. and it's like she obviously went through something like the fact that she was like the butt of the joke just seems like by today's standards it's like tragic exactly and it's just so sad like i I watched the documentaries of her like putting her being put in that conservatorship was like the the fucking worst thing that could have happened to her very it's the way women are treated in every industry is just in fucking sane and i don't understand how people can even let that happen to people they love like it's yeah and you think like as your loved ones they're the ones who are supposed to be like looking out for you and then for them to be the ones who are like trying to be like basically living off the gravy train that is you and not like exactly working and like looking at our father and it's like your daughter's out here making all this money what the fuck are you doing like right exactly that is so did i ask Oh, well, amazingly, I got through all my questions. Um, So, <laughs> I will say, with that being said, I'll let you grow. It was so great talking to you. Of course, likewise. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And with that being said, this is Gay Out the City. I've been your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and I hope you've enjoyed. Bye. Have a good one. All right. And stream.